Get set for this episode of A-Level Biology Revision Bites, where we'll break down your revision into fun, bite-sized chunks while having a few laughs along the way. For more in-depth online learning, head on over to snaprevise.co.uk and see how our intelligent platform can transform your revision and help you score better grades with less stress. Here's the show. Hello and welcome to part one of our two-part photosynthesis podcast. What do you enjoy when you go on holiday? Somewhere nice and warm, lovely sunshine, a nice drink by the pool, some carbon dioxide? Well, I'd be with you on the first three. Warmth, sunshine and a drink. But definitely not on carbon dioxide. But your plants at home would disagree with you. Their ideal is a nice, warm, sunny day and a nice drink and some yummy carbon dioxide. Because if you put all those together, you get one happy plant. The difference between us and them is that we don't photosynthesize. At least I don't. So, let's look at the rate of photosynthesis and the limiting factors. The rate of photosynthesis depends on a number of different factors that all operate together. The four main factors that affect the rate of photosynthesis are the availability of carbon dioxide, water and light energy, and the temperature of the cell. However, the rate of photosynthesis at any given moment is not affected by all of the factors, but rather the factor whose level is at the least favourable value. This is the limiting factor. Changing the levels of the other factors will not affect the rate of photosynthesis, only changing the level of the limiting factor will. The law of limiting factors states that at any given moment, the rate of a physiological process is limited by the factor that is at its least favourable value. Now, that all makes sense if you look after a houseplant giving it loads of water while keeping it in a dark cupboard doesn't work well, does it? Or if you put it on a bright window ledge, just above a radiator, but then not watering it, isn't likely to end well. Now, if those nice examiners ask you a question which starts, define the photosynthesis limiting factors, your answer is that a limiting factor is a variable that limits the rate of a chemical reaction. Of course, if they ask, When did Bolton Wanderers last win the FA Cup? The answer is 1958, due to other limiting factors not really related to photosynthesis. Next, let's look at the effect of light intensity on the rate of photosynthesis. Light is required in photosynthesis to provide the energy needed to excite electrons in the light-dependent stage. Therefore, it's required to form ATP and reduced NADP. Light also causes the stomata to open, so gaseous exchange and transpiration can occur. This allows carbon dioxide to enter the leaves and water to be delivered to the leaves from the roots. When light is the limiting factor, the rate of photosynthesis is directly proportional to light intensity. So, don't forget to excite the electrons in your houseplants so they are green and lovely with some nice sunlight. See how helpful these Snap Revise podcasts are? Home decoration tips as well as science. Where was I? Oh yes, 
the light compensation point is when all the CO2 being produced by respiration is being utilised in photosynthesis. Therefore, the plant has no net gas exchange. When there is little or no light, glycerate-3-phosphate-GP cannot be reduced to triosphosphate, TP, sometimes called GALP. Therefore, TP levels fall and GP accumulates. The fall in TP levels also means RUBP cannot be formed. Therefore, RUBP levels also fall. If there is no RUBP regeneration, the Calvin cycle cannot continue. Conversely, when light intensity is increased, the Calvin cycle occurs at a greater rate and more GP, TP and RUBP are regenerated. Therefore, as the light intensity increases, the rate of photosynthesis increases. At a certain point, even when the light intensity increases, the rate of photosynthesis does not increase. This is the light saturation point. This is because the light intensity is no longer the limiting factor. Instead, another factor, such as CO2 concentration, is now the limiting factor. If the light gets too bright, this can eventually damage the plant. This is called photobleaching. Phew, did you get all that? Do you know your Calvin cycle and your GP from your TP? Rewind back if you need to. We're going to take a break now and finish part one here. Make sure you look at the revision guide that goes with this podcast for some useful extra information in a nice diagram. In part two, since we've just been looking at the effect of light intensity, we'll look at the effects of temperature, water, and CO2. See you in part two. That's it for today's episode of A-Level Biology Revision Bites. Are you looking for some extra help to improve your grades but can't bear the thought of forking out £50 an hour for a private tutor? Neither can we, and that's why we built SnapRevise. SnapRevise is an intelligent platform that provides high-quality, tailored support that is more effective than private tutoring and is available anytime, anywhere, for a fraction of the cost. We have a whole range of amazing resources to suit all learning types, from bite-sized videos, self-marking quizzes, to mini-revision guides and predicted exam packs. We've built extremely smart technology that accelerates your learning by finding your knowledge gaps and filling them. And we have on-site tutors who are available to answer your questions 24-7, so you're never left in the dark. Head on over to snaprevise.co.uk or download our app and get your free trial now. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you can get the latest podcasts as soon as they come out. And while you're at it, leave us a review and give us a rating so we can keep bringing you as many free, high-quality podcasts as possible. See you next time.